0: greetings my name is james major burns and this is the third degree with me james major burns and i am your host and this is a place where we can have a space to speak on things going on in our lives and our worlds a chance to share what's behind the creative mind versus the perception that the world sees here we get to laugh learn and share so i hope you all are caught up on the episodes that have been out i hope y'all having a good day i hope y'all all all had a happy mother's day mothers but that was a while ago but get ready for the summer it's about to get hot i was riding down the street today and somebody was popping fireworks and i was like why it is the summer but ladies and gentlemen i have a guest here today and she found me on Twitter. No, we already knew each other, but we were speaking on Twitter. And she was like, I would love to be on. And I said, I would love to have you. So, ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Stacey Diamond showers
1: hey guys how you doing <laughs> thanks was, for having me i appreciate it I was, so, I was like i said i was
0: so excited <laughs> that you said you wanted to come on i was like yes come on and i'm glad that you could do it today because i'm trying to get all of this recorded and i'm like yes who like come on i'm learning as i go and i want to have this to share with others so Absolutely.
1: No, no problem. Anytime. I'm always here to support, you know, especially upcoming businesses. So anything that I can do to help or be a part of, I'm more than welcome to. No problem.
0: Well, that's so good to hear. And it's good to hear from a person who has a business of her own. You are a hair Stylist. Now, I asked Cur- Curtis this when he was on and because I didn't want to assume he called himself a hairstylist. So his name for himself was Master Stylist. So what do you go by when you're... Busting them heads.
1: Um. Honestly, I go by hairstylist. <laughs> hey, hairstylist. It's nothing wrong with that either. I just wanted yes. to. I just wanted
0: to make sure you might want to join the master stylist brand, Curtis. Curtis, yes. because he's the master stylist. I said okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Curtis is so bomb and so dope and everything that he does. Um, yes, I will consider Curtis a master stylist. Um, it's nothing that that man can't do. Um, I consider myself a hairstylist. Um, I pretty much, um, focus on natural hair. Um, but I do consider myself a master colorist. Um, I am amazing at coloring hair and keeping hair healthy. So that's one of my specialties that I focus on. But, um, Either or, rather calling me a hairstylist or a master colorist. It doesn't matter. I can go by both. Right.
0: (laughs) What you go by is Mrs. Showers, and that's who you can make the (laughs) check out to.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So how long
0: have you been doing hair?
1: I have been doing hair. Honestly, I've been doing it as long as I can remember. I was like 11 or 12 years old, but no one knew I could do hair. So whose hair were you doing? I would do, like, (laughs) I was doing, like, my friend's hair. I always did my family member's hair. Um, I always did, like, my little sister's hair. So I always did that. I never, like, put myself out there as doing hair. Um, I just went through a phase, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do in life, but I always reverted back to hair. So... Um, I did that for years, and I ended up going to hair school. Now, and what then school did you go to? I went to Raphael's.
0: Okay, were you there at the same time as Curtis?
1: I was. I Ooh. was, yes. I actually started before Curtis, so me and Curtis ended up doing a year together, um, but I ended up going to Raphael's, I ended up graduating from there. And then I was like, you know what, anything that I ever do in life, it always reverts back to hair. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to start my own business. So, okay. And I'm here so now.
0: how long did, does it take to get through hair school? Cause that's something I never actually knew. Cause I thought it was like a semester thing and mm-hmm. you were done.
1: No, actually, um, hair school is based off of credits. Um, and goes by accredited hours wow. So hair school typically can take A year and a half to two years However you can go about it By doing maximum hours So um, if you do like 10 hour days You can knock that year and a half Down to a year or Sooner basically not taking no days off right. You know um, so that's Basically um, what I did Towards the end because in the beginning when I went to Hair school I was a single mom So I was knocking hours out Like I was doing 10 oh, hour days get that yeah, done. I'm so like, can, I gotta hurry up. Right, we need to get to the <laughs> exactly. end goal so we can start making this money. Exactly. So,
0: so I um I can't remember is what the it's a hair school in Austin Town in the Plaza. Casals. Casals. Yes. So I went there one time and mm-hmm. somebody was like, Oh you can get your eyebrows done there. Mm-hmm. So I went there and they let a student do it. And at first I was like, Hold on, wait a minute. Right. How well is she right. versed in this? Because <laughs> I'm paying for this. Yeah. So when you're in hair school you start working on real people, their Mm -hmm. heads, do you get paid for those jobs?
1: No, um, you can get tips though. Um, You can get, if you're doing a client's hair, they can tip you, but you don't get paid for it. It's Are kind they of paying
0: money. the school? Or yeah, that, they, that,
1: that money goes towards the school. So if you come in and you decide you want to get your eyebrows done, you'll pay for that service. And if, you know, whoever you chose to do your eyebrows or whoever did them, you can tip them, you know, $2, $3 or $5. Um, but no, you don't get paid for the services.
0: Well, that's good to know, ladies and gentlemen. If you <laughs> ever go to one of these hair schools and you think that you're paying, Paying the stylist, you are not. You are Make not. sure you leave them a couple of dollars.
1: Absolutely. Depending on if they did the hair right, because you know the yes. students. Yes. <laughs> but, but
0: don't give them a hard time. Don't yes. give them a hard time. So, what is the name of your hair business?
1: Um, I started my company. I named it Diamond Beauty. Um, I started it when I was 23. Um, I played off of my name, Stacy Diamond. Which so we were
0: kind of start talking (laughs) before we started recording. I was like, okay, so where does Diamond come from? And you said there was a little story. So
1: yes, um, everyone thinks my middle name is Diamond, but my middle name is actually Lynn. Um, I have the same. Stacy Lynn. Yes, it's Stacy Lynn. Stacy Lynn showers. Yes, it is Stacy Lynn. Everyone does not know that, but um, I got Diamond from when I was in college. Um, I pledged Kappa Diamond uh capa diamond at youngstown state. All so right. shout out. Yes. So um that was definitely a crucial point in my life. Um it was an amazing experience. Um I had an amazing time and I took it very seriously. So um I was like, you know what? It's a part of me. Um but you do know like when you pledge like Capa Diamond or I owe the sweetheart it's auxiliary. It's not in the forefront how Oh, you know, so you're
0: behind yes, the scenes. It's not
1: like how it is, like a Delta or AKA. So, oh, so it's So you're not up a, like
0: taking pictures, putting your signs up and doing yeah, like those lines. Well,
1: most play you can do lines, you have your letters, you have those things, but it's not, like I said, it's not in a forefront um like it is with a regular sorority. That's right. why it's considered auxiliary. I okay. highly recommend, ladies, if you're gonna do it, do sorority. But um, You know, it's not in the forefront. So it was like, this is a part of my life. I pledged just like, you know, the regular fraternities and sorority did. And I pledged, you know. So is
0: there an actual difference besides like the
1: title? What do you mean? Like a sorority and auxiliary? Yes. Absolutely. Um, A sorority actually has a title. It's something behind it. It's not saying that auxiliary isn't. It's just you're up under. So I'm a Kappa Diamond, but I'm up under kappas so, okay, so you know it's like almost
0: like a branch of it exactly okay so
1: um that's pretty much where that came from and i felt like i worked so hard in that phase of my life that i'm like i'm gonna take this with take me this name. you know I'm like tina said name. i don't
0: want nothing but my name listen have everything else just give, give me, me that my name.
1: name i'm gonna take it so um i was like you know what um i end up calling Going by Stacey Diamond, and then everyone always complimented me like on my looks or like my makeup or my hair, like those different things. And you know, I appreciate compliments, they're amazing, but at the end of the day, I love i want people to feel the way that i feel you know yes so i was like you know what you want them to feel
0: good like exactly. you make yourself feel good
1: exactly so i was like why not like that's depth right perfect. there yeah you know. let them know like
0: okay yeah thank you for calling me pretty but, <laughs> but would you like to know how we took the steps to get yeah. here because you also
1: <laughs> yes could be pretty exactly so i was like this is this is perfect so
0: so when you first started were you working in shop are you currently working in a shop
1: yes actually um one of my great friends uh sierra story she opened up a new um salon um in poland it's called crew monroe she's actually selling extensions and wigs make sure y'all go check us out um she's literally the only black woman that i know that has a store a hair store you know you got your hair depot yes she has a she has a whole store like that and what is the name of it it's called crew monroe Crew Monroe. Crew Monroe. I'm inside of there. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely check her out. But Do you that's know what I'm the at. address is? It's 1 North Main Street. It's We're in Poland, have to check that Ohio. Out. Yes. Might I have come to have her on list. too. Yes. I'm going to check yes. her out. She's a genius, a marketing genius. She knows everything. She's been doing this for years upon years. So,
0: now, is she from Youngstown as well?
1: She is. She's originally from um, Youngstown. So, okay. yep. And then she moved to Miami, and she was there Ooh. for about 10, 11 years. Ooh. So, yeah, she got uh, came back. Yeah, she. Ooh, that's, got, a yes, that's a it, transition. That's a transition. It definitely is. But you know what? The she has a brilliant mind. When it comes to, there's nothing that that girl can't do. When I say there's nothing, there's nothing. She markets. She's a graphic designer. She's a She does everything. And it's like she brought, she took all those elements that she went through throughout life and brought them back to Youngstown. So it it sounds fun.
0: like, I was just about to say, it sounds like she, because everyone's kind of wants to stick around and try to help everybody else but they know you know they say you got to help yourself first before you mm-hmm. can help everyone else absolutely. so it sounds like she did that she went off she got some experience and now she came back home mm-hmm. opened up a business well hopefully now she can employ other people yes absolutely and help their dreams come true absolutely. that is an entrepreneur uh-huh.
1: yes it is heights. and like i
0: said <laughs> uh y'all listen up because we probably gonna have her own have her on here too <laughs> okay so moving on a little bit you're a mom
1: i am happy belated
0: mother's day thank
1: you i appreciate it you're
0: welcome so you have three boys
1: i do three boys they are seven three and one yes busy (laughs) yes and what are their names (laughs) um salvador is seven lonnie um is three we call him la for short and then what's the eighth there for because he's not a junior everyone thinks he's a junior but i was like i don't want to name him lonnie and um, it was Lonnie's first child, so I gave him my father's middle name, which is Allen, so we just go by i definitely,
0: like, heard that happen before. And mm-hmm. men often get into, I I was too, until I got older, I was yeah. like, you know what, I want my child to have their own identity. Yeah. But I, I also do, like, that generational like yeah. the name like if i was james major burns the 14th right i would be like oh it's a line of like yeah. something with this name like the 14th is name absolutely. and like persona of the name has stretched over like
1: absolutely decades. yes and what's the baby's name his name is lennox and all right lennox. i named him lennox because i thought i was having a girl i'm like this is gonna be it i just gonna have a girl and they're like, it's a boy. I'm like, shoot. So couldn't I make did, a girl. I couldn't make a girl. So I was like, I've been making my little junior. So since my middle name is Lynn and I didn't get to get, you know, my boy, I was originally, I mean, my girl, I originally was going to name him just Lynn. But then my husband was like, mm, I'm sound a little bit of girl. So like, let's do something. So I was like, all right, we'll just finesse it and put Linux on it. So I like that.
0: Go. So the way I feel about names, the older I get is <laughs> you can call somebody whatever you want so when somebody is like, that's a boy's name, I'm like, because you said so. Exactly. That's a girl's name, because you said so. That's true. I know a guy named Ashley, Stacy. Mm-hmm. I've met guy, Dana. To me, Dana was always a girl's name.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: I started meeting, now I only meet men named Dana. I have yeah. not met another woman named Dana. I was yeah.
1: like, where did this
0: like come from? So to me, I just feel like a name is a name.
1: Absolutely. Even
0: like a, a name like Na- Lennox. I... You, st- you know, a person has a name like that. they be like, oh, your name ghetto. But to mm. me, it's unique. You know yes. how many James... Friends I meet, have you know worked Stacys with, there are? friends I've had named James, and this all yes. James. And we are like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, that's why I'm like, no, call me James Major Burns, or I will right. go by Major, because there's a thousand Jameses. It's a common name.
1: I love the name Major. I love it. I, I used love to hate it name. growing up. Really? I, major
0: pain. I was like, yeah. I always got that. And I'm like, oh, don't call me that. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh. And I don't know what turn, but I was just like, you know, I think I like the, the sound of my name. So I, I needed my stage name to be different And I'm like, James Burns is just two-syllable. And I was like, just James. I'm like, James Major Burns. We just start going by that. One of my friends was like, just go by your full name. I'm like,
1: yeah, James Major Burns. I love it. I think it's amazing. Thank you. Love it.
0: So I used to think like names or ghetto, but now I'm like – jealous that I don't have a <laughs> unique name like I wish I had an I still hear people talk about it that name ghetto no that that name is unique yeah As, especially for us being black people and and being in America we always think things are just outrageous but on other parts of the world or when we meet people from other yeah. cultures we don't call their names ghetto yeah no that's why I'm. That's like, because
1: it's a cultural difference, right. though. I think um, I, th- I think that's based off of society, you know? Um,
0: And we are in charge of society. Yeah. So since uh, it's been some years now that I've just been taking charge of how I feel about w- anything. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to let society make me think this is outrageous or awkward. Right. This is how I feel about it. Right. That's why you could have named the baby Stacy. Oh, awesome. I've been telling women, I'm like, why do men get to just name the kids and get their name?
1: Name them after you. See, I didn't. Um, i don't believe in that i carried this baby nine months i pushed better, these babies you out. better say it they're gonna have the names i want them to have listen you know? he was mixing up everything <laughs> and just shh, shh, shh. Yes. so how you
0: were pregnant three times
1: three times all natural
0: Ooh, all praise natural. the
1: name yes. praise
0: the name that you didn't have to get the little <laughs> snip and whatever
1: yes
0: how is pregnancy i could not imagine I think about it from time to time, because I actually wish, me and I'm in a same-sex relationship, I'm like, yeah. I wish I could just have my own kid, but I yeah. always, I've been jealous of like how the child <laughs> is in the mom for nine months, yeah. and it's just in sync with you. Yes. And as a dad, I would want that. Like, yes. I'm like, I want that connection with the child. I want the skin to skin. I want the child yes. to know my heartbeat, too. Yes. And I also think the world would be a better place if men (laughs) could get pregnant. They would. Oh, you
1: think so? You think so? we
0: either have less kids or it'd be like, all right, I'm sorry. I get it. I didn't mean to do that. I I get it now. Because a stomach ache can put me, a stomach ache hangover can put me like, it's the end.
1: Yeah, then um, pregnancy wouldn't be for you. you That's what I'm saying. It's It's intense. It's intense.
0: How does it feel like you're? When you were a little girl at one time. Then you get older and you learn about these things. But then to go through it, it's actually like it's the most amazing thing to it me is. that I don't think gets enough, like credit or love. I'm like, it's it's the only way we can get here.
1: Is that it's it's truly remarkable. So like being pregnant is truly amazing. I mean, you literally have everything that you're doing now: blinking, smiling. Coughing, moving your fingers, you could get all of those inside of your stomach. It's truly amazing how a woman can carry a child. Um, I think what people don't get or what women don't get enough tension of is when they pregnancy is so glorified. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, All oh, you're good- pregnant, oh, right, and yet, right, right. but people don't see that. Pregnancy can also be ugly. You know, they don't look at or having a child afterwards. You have postpartum. Those right. are things yes, that yes. don't get enough recognition. You know, um, because. Every pregnancy is different. You right. know, I have friends who had babies and they got terrible morning sickness or they can't, you know, keep it together or they go through stress. And then my pregnancies were phenomenal. Like they were amazing. If I could do it, I probably would carry about five more kids. That's wow. how amazing I was. But my deliveries weren't amazing. Oh. So... Um, because I I actually have a blood disease every, only when I get pregnant though, I have very low platelets and, um, if I deliver children, I need blood transfusions and my kids need those. So that's why I went natural because I didn't have a choice, but see, but people don't see that part. They just see this beautiful baby come on. They're like, Oh my gosh, how gorgeous. It's like, do you know what I went through to get here? Right. Like,
0: (laughs) and, and like almost to their defense is, if you're not around a woman who's pregnant, like, how would you know?
1: Absolutely, that's true.
0: Those different things. So when I started getting friends who became pregnant, I had one friend, I, I just felt like she was just so evil. Yeah, I felt uh-huh. like she was so evil and she would just be yelling at you know her, her boyfriend and I would just be like, stop it. But right. at the same time, trying not to interfere. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, girl, you need to just relax a little bit. I'm right now you, you are on 10, but again, I'm like, well, I get it. It's At the time, she on. was almost there. Yeah, it, it was. It was ready, she was ready. Oh, to once get it you out. get
1: to a certain point in the pregnancy, you're over. Like, people don't realize nine months is only three months away from a year. Oh my gosh, you do not realize oh how long gosh. you are carrying a living being inside of you. It's you can't describe the feeling. It's and like to feel it grow. Yeah, and then on top of I got to deal with the everyday world Still? and baby inside. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, my patience is completely shot. So
0: <laughs> with technology and everything, like, sonograms now are, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. When you had your first child, were, were the sonograms like they are now where you can, like, see the full face on the screen? Or was it still that, like, the black and white one? Mine's
1: were – I had my first child when I was 22. So, no, mine's are still the black and white, traditional – way once i and then like now in days you can find out the sex of the baby when you're like three or four months like it's crazy we what did it used to be Uh, no you had to wait until you were like five or six months to oh. find out the sex of the baby and um my first one was traditional like black and white sonogram um found out when i was about five six months pregnant um, i think it was six i'm not too sure five or six but then my second one i did do the 3d but i still waited to find out Five or six months, and the same with my last. I just kept those type of traditions. What's the rush? I mean, right, I mean, right, right. You, it, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. You going so? You're how going. did you pl-
0: plan before you went to find out the sex of the child? As far as getting things for the child.
1: Um.
0: It was like, you know, colors and stuff. Was it more you, neutral or what you were.
1: You kind of do neutral. So you just do little things like onesies or, you know, neutral colors can be like whites, grays, blacks, yellows, greens. So I started off getting little things like bottles and onesies and little things like that. And then when I found out the text, I was like, all right, I can go full force and start getting, you know, the real deal. So, yeah.
0: That is so. <laughs> I I wish I could. I don't, again, I don't have a woman nor friends who are pregnant right now that I even, I don't even know how to ask, like, hey, could I come to the thing? And see, (laughs) I I met a girl one time, she was a mutual friend, and she was pumping and i asked i was like, like breastfeeding no she was just breast pumping i, oh, okay. I eventually oh. saw somebody breastfeed but i was yeah. like can i see how that works like, yeah. and she was like sure she just pulled her shirt up and somebody was <laughs> I, like james why are you asking her i was like i've never seen this is so amazing it's to me reason. i'm like yeah. i'm like you see cows uh, animals breastfeed i'm like i don't see human beings produce milk all the time i'm like but just
1: listen to what you said i don't see human beings produce milk People do not realize the woman's body, like the things that we can do. Like That's another you, thing. I'm jealous. The, I don't want to <laughs> feed my baby. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's out of this world. Like men can get up and go and be on their way. You know, as women, like think about it. If you're breastfeeding or pumping, your boobs are leaking all day. I mean, you got to get that milk up out of there or you may have issues where you can't pump or, you know, we got being a woman is is we're strong. We are strong. Listen. I'm telling you, we are strong. I <laughs> so. used to think
0: physical strength was like the thing you needed more, but like mental. Oh, and yeah. women are like the most scrutinized <laughs> beings on the planet. Yes. And I didn't know, like your breasts would like swell up and just be hard and I didn't know like yeah. it was painful
1: painful very painful
0: but, it's painful. <laughs> but again amazing and I always ask girls after they give birth I'm like are you breastfeeding they're like nah I couldn't take it I couldn't take it
1: I'm like that's free milk no, it ain't like, it, like you, <laughs> <laughs> you like you, you look at it that way. You're like, yeah. But then after delivering a child, your body is like in it's in shock. And then you mean to tell me I got to go through more pain to breastfeed. And it's like, people don't realize you don't just pop, you know, your boob out and you're about to breastfeed. You got to watch what you eat, what you drink, um, how often you eat and what are you eating? Like, it's so many things that it's go into it. It's like the pregnancy it.
0: continues. Is
1: It don't stop. And it's like tired like i i not already pushed out the baby we're gonna go get some similac from the store and we're gonna just feed you and you're gonna be good but it's some people that would rather go the more natural route and do breastfeeding i highly recommend breastfeeding um i breastfed all three of my kids um i didn't do it like a year on end i know people who did theirs for years but my um, god
0: is two will be two in july and he still breastfeeds time to time. Now, I think that's phenomenal. If you, you
1: can last that long. You I couldn't know. believe
0: she lasted that long, yeah, but she definitely amazing. was on a strict mm-hmm. diet as far as what she was eating because she had planned on it. She w- wanted to breastfeed, but yeah. then I do know some friends also who couldn't do it that yeah. long, and that kind of I feel like that kind of triggered, like, postpartum in them. They felt like they couldn't provide for their child. Did you deal with that at
1: all? Um, Every woman has postpartum. It goes through phases. So, like, after you have your child, you're going to have postpartum. Um, Postpartum typically lasts about six weeks. So, with my first child, honestly, I didn't even know I went through postpartum because I was like, I'm a new mom. I got this. I loved it. And then um, when I had my second child, I went through postpartum. But I didn't know that – I was really going through a depression until my husband said something. So it was like, I had my six weeks, but afterwards I didn't want to be involved with my kids or my husband. And I'm like, what? I didn't even stop to think like what was going on. Like, I just felt like maybe I'm just in a mood, you know, right. I didn't, I didn't realize cause I'm like, it's already been like three months at this point. Like I can't be going through postpartum, but I was in like a really dark place. And then, um, my husband did research and then I went to my doctor and, I was seeking treatment, and I actually was taking medicine for my postpartum. And it was something I was very um, embarrassed about because I'm like, you know, a lot of my friends are having their kids. I already had my first kid, and I'm sitting here being medicated. Yeah, I'm at the club. Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm going through this, this phase of my life, and I don't know what's going on. And then um, my third child, um, we actually planned the third child, so – When I did, um, when I had my third child, I asked all those questions before I was gonna get pregnant. Like, am I gonna go through postpartum again? You know, XYZ. You have to
0: prepare yourself to have certain things probably to help you out through. Exactly.
1: Because if I was gonna go through postpartum again, honestly, I wouldn't have had a third child because it was so hard for me the second time. So my doctor was very honest, like, you know, to be honest, I can't guarantee, you know, you may or you may not. So I just kind of took a chance. And that third time took me out almost, because I was like, it was way worse than the second time. It was like... What was the difference? I don't know. It's just like, I was in this dark, dark place. Like, I didn't... I just was... All these things in my life happened, and I wasn't happy about them. Like, I don't know if people know, because like, I got married when I was pregnant with my third child. So... I had that. I was I happy. saw the
0: pictures. Beautiful. Thank Beautiful, you. by the
1: way. Thank you. Mr. Um, <laughs>
0: Showers, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Lonnie Showers, who I've known for some time because, we, you know, back in the day, I played basketball. Everybody yeah. knows me now as a performer. Yeah. But back in the day, I was on the the basketball court. He
1: always talks about you playing basketball, too. He was like, he was so good. Stage. I played with kid. him. He you know
0: my dad. Yeah.
1: That Lonnie's, man, that.
0: He is a very nice. He's a very nice guy. He's always oh. been really cool. I was always a fan of him playing. Oh basketball like since way back in high school. he's one of those people that I see who always speaks. He's like I don't unblessing. gotta I don't gotta chase him down, wave him down. he'll come up to me. I'm like, oh oh uh, yeah. oh my name. cause you know I gotta look up character. about eight inches yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. that's his character. I mean, that man is oh my God, he's everything like, not and it sounds so cliche because you know people talk about their husbands and they want to brag no brag, that, baby, brag. that man is everything i mean just from i truly believe he was just sent on this earth to make people smile like and i always tell people they I always ask. energy my, the, the energy is out this world he's so chill he's so calm and it's like every time somebody asks me about my husband i'm like he's childish he's so childish and not in an immature sense but just childish as in you're not gonna be around him and not smile, right? Because that's you the, know? when you
0: say childish. Kids bring that out of yes, you. Yes,
1: like you know, you you play with your kids or your nieces and nephews or god kids, and you're like, oh my gosh, they are so childish. But it's a a laughter that just belts out. That's my husband. like My
0: fiance's nephew always play with him all the time, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm on the ground like, I'm yes.
1: like <laughs> like what am I doing like, like so you're a whole dinosaur right, right? <laughs> like, I'm a dinosaur now like how did he get this out of me but I can't yes.
0: like now when I see him and he's three now I've known him I didn't realize I've known him since he was a baby yeah and we're getting married and then also we, a same-sex couple I'm like he's mm-hmm. gonna grow up thinking this is just life and yeah. I'm, I'm glad that he could see that and I was like do you know my name and he was like <laughs> no, but like initially in the beginning, he was hesitant with me and he runs up to me all the time, jump on me, give me hug, tells me he loves me. But he gets me going and I, now he knows I'm playing. Like yeah. what? He'd be like, oh, Uncle Trey, get out the yeah. way. <laughs> James, you, me, yes, on the floor. Yes. What's going down?
1: It's It's a love that you just can't deny. I mean... When you got that, I already got three boys at home, so that that's already there. I know but when you got it from a girl, life, y'all can at least oh.
0: balance it out a, a little bit. All these little men. Bit.
1: <laughs> but I'm like, I'm surrounded by all boys. But you know what? I love being the only woman in the house. I'm like a Treat I'm, I'm like already like a queen, right. but I'm like a queen queen. Like, yes. I love it. It's that was amazing. my
0: stepmom. <laughs> one time my stepmom, she was like, I'm the only one who in this house who can get an attitude because I'm the only one who get a period.
1: Exactly. I period. was like,
0: <laughs> period period <laughs>
1: right. so
0: when did you and Lonnie meet
1: oh my gosh so um I actually met Lonnie. Lonnie knew me prior but I did not know him so I physically actually met Lonnie when I was 20 years old I am now 29 um I met him when I was 20 years old um uh, at a cookout actually um uh, my cousin was dating his nephew and then um we ended up going to the cookout and it's so corny like but when I met him we was playing uno <laughs> we was playing uno and when I tell you this man laid me out like we was playing spades like I got tore up in Uno, and I'm like you're cheating <laughs> like who beat somebody this bad in uno I'm like you're cheating like ever since that day um it just clicked and we were friends for four years um and then there the rest is history. I mean, I always encourage people, you know, especially being married, especially the time that we in are right now, um, marriage it's not marriage is amazing, but society today is not focusing on marriage the no, way it is. It's it's you more focusing saying? on
0: people that to- have these single, that single loose lives and you that want to be a side you. chick
1: or want to be the, the like this. These are the things that society is seeing and, and glorifying, and they're glorifying it. But they don't realize like, pay attention to your peers, pay attention to the people that you're inspiring. Like, even though I'm 29, that doesn't mean that I don't inspire. You know, like oh, I'm a 29 year old black female that's married. Happily married, and I don't, I'm not social media happy. And when I say that, I mean, I see a lot of Come couples on here that's on Facebook, Instagram, on. and it's like they, they, uh, relationship goals, this, this, that. Sometimes and I feel like me and Trey need to take more you pictures. I'm, I'm like, I feel like, I'm Listen, like we need to take I'm more like, pictures because everybody,
0: they're just the happiest. <laughs> you Would go be... on my
1: social media, you wouldn't know, like, hey, is her and Lonnie getting into it or not because I never post them that much. And it's not because I don't want to talk to Trey post all the time.
0: I'm like, Every day. I don't even contact Trey on social media. I'm like,
1: why? I'm at home. I'm with
0: you all the time I, go home I don't, to you every day. everybody doesn't need to know
1: like exactly. what's going
0: on exactly with the two of us and
1: people don't understand that though they get on here and they see what they think is right but you don't understand like when i post pictures of me in general and when i post pictures of my husband or me and my husband That's a real, when you look at those pictures or those videos, that's a real laugh. That's a real smile. That's real happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not nothing to where, oh, well, let me put it up for Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like, growing up, think about when you grew up, whether it was in your household or not, you've watched married couples, whether it was your teacher, whether it was your grandparents, whether it was your aunts, uncles, your parents, you watch these powerful black couples and these are things that you wanted, whether it was in your household or not. Right. Why can't we still do the same thing? Just because I'm twenty nine don't mean that I can't inspire you. I I grew up in a two household. You know, my dad and my stepmom been married Since I was six years old, well, they haven't been married since I was six, but they've been together Together. since that long. My husband, his parents are still married to this day. And
0: there's not many people. Like, my dad has been through two divorces, and when the first one took me out, I was an eight-year-old child, and my parents were in my world, Yeah, took me out. Even through school, I had issues in school because I just didn't understand. I didn't want anyone else in my life that wasn't um, them two together. Now, I was a mama's boy. Yeah. So daddy could do whatever he wants. I don't care. I live <laughs> yeah. with you. Who is yes. this man? Yes. The bye, sir. Right. And I was gonna ruin every relationship. Unless All the guys me. I liked, my mom for my mom, she didn't like. Yeah. So that was hard. And the second time my dad got divorced, he was with my stepmom for about seven or they were married seven years, but you know yeah. they were together a little longer. Mm-hmm. But I was a teenager, the oldest child, so mm-hmm. I was like right in the middle of it. Yeah. And. It made me not want to be in a relationship.
1: Really? Oh, yeah.
0: I was like, I'm done. Why? Because my dad had been divorced twice. Mm. And I was like, why do people get married? I, I felt like. That's true. I felt like they could have saved it. I felt like they should have worked on it.
1: Yeah.
0: I felt. I I'm, Even though they got divorced in 2009. Yeah. The marriage was over two years prior. Right. So living with two parents we mm-hmm. were trying to, I don't know if they were trying to wait till the kids graduated.
1: Yeah. I don't know
0: how they were trying to make it work, but there was no communication through us. And again, I'm the oldest child, so I get a lot of the, you tell him, do this with the, yeah. the younger siblings, you make sure they eat, or you go tell her. And yeah. when I was getting older, I was like, okay, leave me out of it. Yeah. But they were like, who are you talking to?
1: Right, we the parents, who, you know? <laughs> what I say do, do that. See, that part, I don't, we you can't we we can't speak on the times in the past because their their generation is different they handle yes. things different, but in our time right now communication is key. Um, I did not get married to be divorced. I have three I said one young time black boys. Let me tell you, they're not gonna see nothing but their mother and their father. Ha- that's 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 my goal right. you know I can't say what God has in store for me I pray that I continue to be a happily married woman however um if it did come to that I will be I would like to be in full communication people don't realize the things sometimes the things your parents do they don't realize how it affects you know the child just like you said I at that point I didn't even want relationships I did you know not, you probably I looked s- at it as a failure like come I on felt what's like- going on
0: A relationship, at the time I was like, why would I be in a relationship just so it could end? I felt like that all relationships are going to end because of my friends, my friends dating people. I'm like, none of y'all are dating for love. Why are you getting in a relationship with these people? Right, And other people in my family. Mm -hmm. So I just felt like my grandfather was like the one successful, you know, marriage. And I used to ask him, I'm like, why don't you but he's not married to my grandmother. He has another wife, but she's been in my mom's life since she, my mom was three and she's now 52. That's amazing. So I was like, I never see you and and grandma Carol argue. He was like, why? Mm -hmm. He's just the most unbothered person. I know Mm -hmm. I'm praying. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I want to be that unbothered. I like being a little (laughs) rambunctious sometimes, but I'm like, I just want to be as unbothered as my grandfather. He was like, why would I argue? If we have a disagreement, we discuss it, but why would I argue? That's not what I want for my wife. And I was just
1: like, hmm, i will go home and tell my dad. (laughs) No, that's true. Listen, my aunt and uncle, they've been married forever. And I've never in my life at 29 years old, I've never heard them argue ever. And now that I'm married, I get so much marriage advice from her. I actually call her my Amy Trixie um, because in my family, we don't say aunt, we say Amy. Mm -hmm. So um, I always get marriage advice from her in This woman is amazing. Like, to, I always ask her, like, how come we never seen y'all argue or fight? And she's just like, I mean, that don't mean that we didn't. We just, it was a time and place. And no lie, I grew up thinking, and I still do think, like, this is the perfect marriage. Just the way that they handled it, the way that they carried themselves. And that's what I mean by inspiring. It may not be in your household. right? But you, other people can inspire you. When I see full families,
0: and being a black person that doesn't see so many full mom, dad, children, mm-hmm. when I would be out and see full black families, I would be like, I want that. Yes, it's it just would make me feel good because there's not that many of us and the the stigma we get for single mom, single father. I was like, that's just so amazing. So when I was with my my stepmom, who's like one of my good friends today, I talked to her like, yeah, I was talking to her a couple days ago. My stepbrother, who is not my biological brother, but he's nothing else but my. Brother, because that's been my baby since he was three years old, and now he's about to be 22. Oh
1: wow! (laughs) Growing up,
0: they right. (laughs) I'm like, I called him the other day. I said, "You better start texting me back and calling me. I'm not playing with you. I miss you." He live in Tennessee. Yeah. I'm like, I need to talk to you. You need to contact me. (laughs) And I was the brother who laid down the law because I was the oldest in the household. We have two older brothers, but in the household,
1: you were the oldest. I was putting
0: the foot down. Yeah. The older brothers know that too. I'm I'm in charge.
1: (laughs) I was the oldest girl, so biologically, I only have an older brother and a little sister, but like. I said my dad in with my stepmom since I was about six years old so she has five kids so it was a total of eight of us so Ooh, it was five boys yes it was five boys and three girls and I am the oldest of the girls so um, and when I say we all back to back we each a year apart back to back to back to back can you imagine Busting out eight kids back to back in high school. This graduation, this graduation, this this me. High school every morning. (laughs) Every morning. I mean, you were all in one house. All in one house. Yeah, we was all in one house. And when I tell you, when I growing up, I, um, I lived a good life. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, people think like, oh, eight kids or you struggle. Well, I didn't struggle in life. Like I lived an amazing life and I sit back, like I got three kids. I would lose my head if I had eight Eight kids, every single one is a year apart. Like, can you imagine? My parents, they put yourself first. Man.
0: like you, if you have one, you get it out the way, you good. Yeah. Two, like you said, you got three. Yeah. A few years apart, they good. Once the boys get older and independent, though, they kind of start taking care of each mm-hmm. other. But like eight kids, eight kids, that is a lot of that is stress. Literary. That could drive you crazy. You got to <laughs> yeah. worry about all those eight kids. You got to make sure they are right. You trying to make sure they're being good people in the world, and yeah. then you teaching them all the same values. They all gonna interpret them differently.
1: Oh, absolutely. Completely different uh, personalities. Everyone's out look is different but you know a lot of minds a lot a lot a lot of opinions Mm. you know a lot of feelings involved but they did it and they did a damn good job of it that's beautiful that's beautiful
0: i'm so glad (laughs) that that, that just made me happy a
1: lot of people don't know that about me some people think i'm the only child some people think i'm the only child or some people Know me because my name's Stacy and I have a brother named Tracy. So everyone thinks that like we're twins. Oh, Stacy and uh, Tracy. Yeah, they think we're twins all the time. I'm like, no, we're actually two years apart. But um, yeah, they don't know that I grew up in a household with eight. It's it was eight of us, and we so all. So how very was close. it like
0: finding your way with like other siblings? Because I feel like, like from like with my brother, I feel like I was in competition with my brother sometimes. Like dealing with like friends liking him more or like
1: mm-hmm.
0: fighting for like parents' attention. Yeah. Like with seven other siblings, how do you? How did you manage your way through that? Were you guys, like, really tight with each other?
1: Yeah, we were close. I mean, don't get me wrong, just like normal right. siblings, we all fight, we argue. But, um, no, I, honestly, we – for one, like I said, I was the oldest girl. I'm not competing with no boy. I mean, right. you know, you're a brother. <laughs> right. What am I going to compete with you for? <laughs> but um, As for the girls, I was the oldest. I mean, I – I can't see myself, you know, competing with my little sisters. I felt like they looked up to me. Um, I felt like, you know, I was selfish growing up, too. Like, I was very selfish. Um, I was spoiled. I got my way a lot. So, I was like, you know, I ain't really paying nobody else attention what, to the right. seven, you know? <laughs> I was doing my own thing, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it I wasn't on.
0: spoiled, but I always felt like my parents loved me the, the most, but I felt like I loved them the most, so they were just returning the yeah. love back. <laughs> but I did want to ask you a question about your relationship. Have yes. you all ever been to counseling at all? Did you like do marriage counseling before you were married?
1: Yes. Um, we definitely did marriage counseling before we decided to get married. I highly recommend any couple.
0: I am currently in marriage counseling. Do you like it? I love it.
1: It's amazing.
0: And we actually have two people who we've known... this. Personally,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so I've known them for several more years than my fiance has c- yeah. c- because I knew them first. But, and we, he was hesitant with people knowing us because he felt like they could be biased towards me. Yeah. But the type of people they are, they're like 12 years older than us. The type yeah. of people they are, it's like, well, no, this isn't good for him because I felt like it was good. I'm like, we can't lie to them. No. On no, top no. of that, they've been observing us as friends. And mm-hmm. now that they know they're going to be counseling us, mm-hmm. they're observing our behavior. Yeah. So, our last session, the the guy, the the man who's marrying us, um, my mm-hmm. friend, he was like talking to my fiance and giving a perspective. Like I understood, I stood, I understood where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I could have never, I, I was never looking at it like that. Yeah. And I just felt like he cared so much. He had to care so much the way he broke it down.
1: Right. I was like,
0: wow, it sounded so different coming from him. A lot nicer. Right, right. <laughs> but I was like, wow, he really has been very observant of us. And I didn't even realize how much they were actually paying attention. And it let me know how much they really want us to work things out and, you know, be together and have a very happy and successful marriage. Right. And I just think... um, more people should think about going to counseling, whether it's Absolutely. personal problems. You know often people tell me, I'm not going to talk to nobody.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going
0: to talk to nobody. You talk to yourself all the time, and you talk to your friends all the time. <laughs> exactly. And even when it comes to, like, a mentor, your mentor might not be able to give you the best advice yeah. on everything. There might be another person that's like, all right, I work with you. The vibe here is a little bit better on this. Yeah. So I know, I like, my oldest brother is married. Mm-hmm. So I definitely talk to him a lot about, you know, just certain things. I'm like, so how does this or, you know, or sometimes I know I can overreact. Yeah. So I have friends and family in my life that will be like, you're wrong.
1: Yeah. And then that's appreciate that. Very appreciate that. I'm telling you, because um, out of all of my siblings, I was the first one to get married. Um, And then my oldest brother, my stepbrother, but he's the oldest out of all of us. He just recently got married um, last year. But um, but I'm the only one married out of all my friends as well. So, I just feel like um, marriage counseling is it's definitely great to get a different perspective from someone who's married or been married or have a different outlook. Um, you may not take in everything you Wait, may like, not you don't like. Have to take- you yeah. know,
0: everything, there, but they are there to help you and yes. try to give you tools. Like the biggest thing is communication. Mm. Now that is mm. the, something the world needs to pay attention to exactly. and learn to put more energy into is communication. Yes. Like last night we were having a disagreement and I completely acted out. I was totally wrong. I was being irritable because I was tired and I just did not want to hear it. I was like, I don't want to talk about this before bed. I want to go to bed. Right. And then I was so mad at myself after the fact for acting like that. And then I was almost like too prideful to apologize. But with all of that happening, I'm like in my head thinking about all of this stuff. I'm like, why don't you just apologize? Yeah. You're wrong. Why were you in your feelings?
1: Did you ever apologize? Yes, I did. That's good.
0: But I felt bad for what i had what i was saying or act how i was acting like irritated before i was like why did i even? now i'm mad at myself why was i even acting like this i'm like what happened and then when i can't remember you ever you ever get into like a stupid argument mm-hmm. i'm like now i'm yeah. living because i don't even know how we got here yes. i'm like we need to start pressing our tape recorder or something so we can see wait what are we talking about why am i yelling at you Whatever, are you hungry? I'm like, uh, I can't stand that. And our marriage counselors actually asked us, they were like, how many times do you get into arguments? And we're like, all these little stupid arguments. And he was like, that actually mattered or meant something. Mm -hmm. Then he asked, how many stupid arguments have you gotten into that you don't even know why you're arguing? And I'm like, "Well," (laughs) And I'm trying to do a lot less of that stuff. It's growth. It is growth.
1: It's it- growth. Grow in your marriage. Grow in your relationship. It's growth. Um, I'm not, I've always been the perfect woman. You know, it's growth. My husband ain't always been the perfect man. It's we're growth. growing together we we grow individually together. still. Yeah. You like stuff that I don't like vice versa. And maybe stuff like, you know what? I look, I'll look back at stuff that I argue with my husband with and I'll be like, that was so stupid of me. Like that was so petty. Like why would I even get upset? It's growth in that phase of my life. I thought it was serious. You know, like it could be dumb. Like I don't like the way, like I have real bad OCD and my husband, like <laughs> <laughs> he don't got OCD, but he's very clean, but it, it ain't OCD. So I will find myself like, Oh my gosh. Like it literally, it was like full blown arguments, full flesh bone. Arguments. And now I'll be looking back like, Stacey, why didn't you just right? turn the toilet paper the other way instead of just getting mad? It's stupid. I'm telling you it's stupid. I'm
0: going to tell the story and he can be mad all he wants. <laughs> That's a pet peeve of mine. My fiance uses the bathroom with the toilet seat down all the time. Mm-hmm. So he'll like pee on the toilet.
1: Mm-hmm. So if I
0: get up at 2 o'clock in the morning to sit I'm on the toilet. Pissed. And he does it all the time, but he so he wears glasses, and I'm like, sometimes I don't know if you can tell, like at night without your glasses, that the toilet seat is down. He always leaves the top of the toothpaste off. These are just small things I'm that you, they, I would go crazy about. Saying,
1: I'm telling you, I'm telling like go you. off. I'm like, stop leaving it. He's mm-hmm. like, why are
0: you sitting now? I'm like, because I'm tired.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you. But
0: I would go crazy, and then I would be like, I would feel so bad. I'm like, wow, why did I just trip out like that? Let me not do that.
1: I'm the same way. I'm just saying, I find the littlest things like, why would I even, why would I just even go off about something so stupid like that? Like, but
0: I ended up asking him to marry me. And when I realized really? that I wanted to get married to him is when um, the anger would cease like in seconds. Like I used to get really mad mm-hmm. and then it, it just started going away so quick. It just yeah. started going away. I'm like, I'm not even that mad. Yeah. are these stupid things don't even matter anymore. Exactly. I guess I really love them.
1: Yeah. Listen, dude, go for it. If you if you know where you at in life, you know your partner, listen. He's definitely made style. me a
0: better person. Like, he has brought greatness out of me. He's That's amazing. the reason why I think we're both and myself is so successful. Like, he just mm-hmm. came into my life and, like, put this, like, energetic battery of belief mm-hmm. in myself and, like, all this love. He literally was... Like the guy I always wanted, and I always I used to have like dreams when I was young of like this older guy, and I feel like he looks like that person in my dreams. and yes. I used to just think it was me as an older person
1: mm-hmm. when you got with when you got with your fiance, did you know like this is the one?
0: Oh no, I was like, no baby because he's only twenty two.
1: Oh, right. He's a, he's a
0: few months older no than my baby, baby. brother.
1: God.
0: And when he first told me that he liked me, he didn't just say, I like you. He was like, I like you, and I ultimately want to be in a relationship with you. I was right. like, baby. Yeah, <laughs> honey. <laughs> well, that's cute and everything, but it's not going to happen for at least a year and a half. Yes. But he was persistent. Yes. And he was just just so kind. He was he's cut from a different cloth. Mm-hmm. But, again, he was younger, so I'm like, I don't have time to be dating nobody Is the same age as my baby brother.
1: Why not? What's the age?
0: He, at the time, I was 24. He was 18. What's age? Exactly. <laughs> 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 it, it, it's, but a number. <laughs> it ain't
1: number. I mean, I get it because you, know, you need some. Like I said, I got with Lonnie. Lonnie was 23. I was 20. Lonnie needed time to grow. You know what I'm saying? He needed that time to grow. Um, And I stuck it out through that time with his growth. You're my friend. I'm your friend. Um, But I knew. When I tell you, I knew, I knew that was gonna be my husband. I called that. I knew it. I, knew I couldn't husband, see man. myself was without him everything. at all. Mm-hmm. I knew, I knew it. I knew it. I knew I was gonna give him babies. I knew all of this. Like, oh, I, I tell you, are you I him. Yeah. Yeah. I used to tell his mom, like, listen, I'm telling you, like, because <laughs> she didn't have any grandkids. I mean, like, she are has, y'all the, your kids are the first grandbabies? Yeah, like her biological. She okay. has other grandkids that that not biologically, but yeah, I told her, like, I knew right then and there, like, listen soon as your son do- stop playing, we're going we gon to get it together. But, I mean, you got them roller coasters where you're like, I ain't got patience for all of this. Like, I mean, I'm still a mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's Things for me on? always
0: got worse, like horrible before like things got great. And I always felt like we were just both probably me more afraid of how close we were getting and how much we were loving each other. Like, we were almost trying to fight it. And I know before I got with him, if I was – I never really talked seriously to anyone, but there were a couple guys before him, and one guy – I used to, when I noticed my feelings getting stronger for him, I would stop talking to him for like a week. I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, I don't need this. I don't have time for this. I don't want a relationship. Yeah. And I'm going to block this relationship. And, good, you know, now I met my fiance, but I was just like, no, I don't have time for this. I can't let these feelings be, so I'm going to get rid of them. And then I would start talking to him again. And I'm like, but this isn't fair to that person. But Mm -hmm. I was afraid. And then with Trey – I, we used to get into like bad arguments, and I'm like, I think it's just me being afraid. He was ready. Yeah. He was like, you need to just open your heart up. I'm here. Right. I'm like, get out of
1: my face. Come on, baby. I want to so run nice. the streets. <laughs> I'm living my life i'm just this is my life
0: <laughs> right but nah he came right in and was like this is life and this is what it's gonna be i was like all right
1: yeah i mean go for it it's, i mean it's it's all growth it's growth it comes with it we all gonna grow together we're gonna learn together Um, don't no matter how young you are like i got married at 25 26. um i didn't know what i was doing i was scared i was scared to get married like when when my husband wanted to get married I was like, "Alright, we got a plan. We're going to have this wedding." I never really wanted a big wedding. I was never a big wedding person. Um, but we wanted a wedding that was going to be, be bigger than it was no one knew I got married till my mother-in-law posted it on Facebook. No one. Only people that was at my wedding was literally my parents, his parents, or siblings. Wow. That's it. Nobody. And I did it that way for a reason. Only because I want people to surround me that if times get hard, I know they're going to pray for me. I know they're going to root for me. I know that they're going to want my best interest. Yeah, I got best friends. I got cousins. I have all of that. But in that moment, in that time in my life, that's all I wanted. I wouldn't have it no other way. And. Were your friends salty, though? <laughs> oh, my God. I still, get, I still get hell about it. Like, you got married and didn't tell me. And it's like... Like, yes, girl, I got married. You know, when you get married, was, you, you know, can do whatever you want at, at your wedding. first, I was wedding. like, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to have a wedding. Because I'm still going to have a wedding. um, Another wedding. But my right. first wedding was a real wedding. Um, I had my dress. I had everything. Um, But then, after a while, when I started to see, like, certain people was like, oh, you know, really feeling some type of day wasn't coming. Girl, you wouldn't have came... Even if it was a big wedding, like it's, if we want to do, de- nobody should make you feel bad for a decision you made in your life. If no. you really care, support me. Yes. Be there. So I was yes. like, no, if you, I mean, you missed out.
0: And that's just mm-hmm. what it is. It, it's really nice to hear how <laughs> much, like, the, you have some really strong values <laughs> that I'm glad you spoke about.
1: Yes, yes, It was
0: It was really nice to learn that about you. Thank now, you. I did ask you briefly before, um, I discovered, creeping on your Facebook page,
1: mm-hmm.
0: actually, that your mom had passed away at a very young age. Yes. You were eight years old. Yes. And h- how did she
1: pass? Um, I don't really, this is actually my first time speaking about this to, like, the public to hear, um, but my mom actually died due, died due to domestic violence. Um, she was in a relationship with a guy. Um, her and my dad was separated, and um, he beat her all the time every time anytime were you living uh, with her yeah i was we were actually living in atlanta uh, georgia with my mom and it was um me and my sister and my brother because my dad said like so we will be between like my dad and my mom and um yeah i watched my mom get beat every single day of her living life that i can remember and at this time i was you know Six years old, um, seven years old. It was going on for a long time. Um, I never understood stood it. Um, I would never forget. I asked the man, um, like you know, why do you hit my mom? You know, like I, I didn't get it because I never seen my dad do anything like it. And he said, Well, you know, I just um, sometimes your mom don't listen and. Just something stupid wow. and I just he was like, said that to yeah, you? but you know, we wasn't his kids. I mean, if you can beat right. a woman, you don't care about her kids. So right. I, I always right. stick with me to this day. And, um,
0: is he still living?
1: No, he actually killed himself afterwards. So yeah, my, um, he, my mom got away, came to Youngstown and he found her and he killed her and, and she had an ultimatum. It was going to be her. Or it was going to be her kids. He was going to kill and it was her. So yeah. Um, I never spoke about it just because when it comes to domestic violence, people got so many different opinions and you have to respect people's opinions. Some people feel, why don't you just get out? You know, why don't you just, why don't you just get away? It's not that easy. Because people know? are
0: thinking about physical domestic violence. Yes. And they don't know that the mental has been going
1: yes. for that much
0: longer. And I always feel like when, with mental, if something mental that you can is in your head whether you made it up or somebody else did it to you if that can be so strong to drive people to be schizophrenic to start seeing things to commit suicide that is powerful because it's just in here it's nothing actually not in every case but sometimes things are not physically happening to you Mm -hmm. but in your mind so people don't even think about the mental part of domestic abuse Mm -hmm. no matter what's happening they're always like physical no the mental is where Mm -hmm. it starts
1: yeah, um, I'll take physical abuse any day over mental. And it sounds crazy. You don't want to say that. You don't want to put that out there. But you don't want I mean, to you're battle all me- mental. we're more it's, mental it's, than yes, physical. Yes, exactly. It's that mental. Um, they always say the worst thing to battle in life is your mind your mind will literally play tricks you You destroy your yourself
0: mind. you would destroy yourself you
1: will forget who you are you will forget your worth you will forget and you will give up on yourself if you let your mind win you will give up on yourself so. i had to
0: become my biggest fan to get out of doubting myself and mm-hmm. sometimes it could come across as being cocky or arrogant but for a long time i was doing it to survive
1: mm-hmm.
0: to what like do you mean? love myself like dealing with my sexuality and things when i was younger mm-hmm. like you know and i realized um i've been talking about this like i um, a few years ago, I realized, like, I had, like, self-hate. I didn't realize why, what I was dealing with. Because I was out and proud. And I'm like, okay, I watched the movie and I started getting really emotional. I just burst into tears, like, everywhere. I'm like, yeah. what's going on with me? Right. But I realized, I was like, I hated myself. Why? And because of society's views on homosexuality. And I was like, then I got depressed because I was like, I ain't even hate myself because of me. I hated myself because of other people. Mm. And that made me really sad. And then I realized how many other people are dealing with self-hate for a number of reasons
1: oh yeah I'm like
0: wow we really need to start taking better care of ourselves
1: we need to start taking better care of ourselves and we need to start you know uplifting each other yes
0: taking care of each other
1: people don't understand like I, I found myself doing different things like with certain friends I've had people who I thought was my friends I had jealous friends um, I found myself, oh, I don't want to dress. I don't want to go all out with the dressing cause I don't want them to feel no type of way. Yeah. I don't want to do It's all, I always had issues with females and jealousy. And it's like, um, I would take a little step back on myself. Like, you know what? At some point in my life, like I'm a woman. I love who I am. You know, I am who I am. I'm a very low key person. Um, I'm very chill. You know what I'm saying? And I stay to myself, but I had to learn to love myself. I doubted myself. I doubted myself in my career. Like I told you, I started my business when you I got was twenty-three. To be your
0: number one. Yes,
1: I failed. I was like, I, I'm thinking like I'm popular. You know, right. everybody gonna support me. You know, everybody gonna do this, and it didn't go that way. So I'm, I see myself getting mad. Like, how are they supporting this person? That they ain't supporting me. And I do that too. Do? I'm like, do
0: this. I, I, I be hating. Sometimes I be hating, and I have to check myself.
1: Check yourself.
0: I'm like, okay. You're being real insecure. I used to feel that way about singing. Like, if I have met another black guy who was really good, like, I can't do a bunch of runs. I used to get really insecure. I'm like, oh, they're going to like them more than me. He can't even really sing like that.
1: Why, And though? then I would have
0: to check myself mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm just, being, I'm just hating. Let them love him for him, and they love me for me.
1: Yeah. People don't, listen, especially, we already got it tough. Is black people. Already
0: like against the wall. We
1: already got it tough. We are the most amazing, most talented people you will ever meet. Why hate? You know what I'm saying? When you love yourself, you're not going to give nothing out but love.
0: And that's where you know what I what feel like my energy is now. Exactly. And I feel like once I started loving myself, other people could love me it's like yeah RuPaul has a quote and she says if you can't love yourself how in the hell you gonna love somebody else and fact. I've been watching that show since like 2009 <laughs> and I, I like took that and I actually have a quote on my chest that says be who you want to be not what others want to see Ooh. so I try to live That's by deep. that I have to remind myself of that and my one of my older cousins she actually told me that she knew me since I was younger when I got older and we started talking about like my preference and everything she was like boy you beat She sent me this, and I was like, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get that as a tattoo so I can remind myself to be who I want to be. I have one life to live,
1: exactly. I gotta
0: live it for myself. If that means, and I made a decision, I was like, if my parents don't like it, if my brothers don't like it, I have to live this life to make me happy. I'm not out here trying to hurt nobody. Um, you just gotta do your do it for yourself first, exactly. And I do want to say one thing because we were talking about mental health when it comes to the guy who was in that relationship with your mom Mm -hmm. I used to immediately be like kill him I hate that person now getting older I'm like what happened to them what happened to him in his life that made him become that person what could somebody have done Mm -hmm. to help him
1: I'm gonna be real um I do not look at it that way um I think that's amazing that you look at it that way but when you go through it because at the end of the day um I may not have been physically beaten like my mom was but I'm a I'm a I'm a motherless child. Yes. I went without my mother. I went my basically my whole life without my mother. You took something from me that I would never get back as a woman. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um oh, the anger was real. Like I said, I was selfish, I how was did angry. It, how did it affect you growing up? Um, so believe it or not, uh, in my family, we talk about it all the time. I never cry over my mom. Um, I can sit here and talk to you hours and days and probably won't get emotional. Um, it didn't hit me until I became a teenager and I realized like, all right, I'm going through different phases where the mom is actually active in the child's life. Think about it. You got dances. You got, you certainly like boys. Um, you, you got all these things and it's like all right and you have
0: friends you see them with their yeah, mom Yeah, you
1: like oh my gosh like their moms, moms and don't get me wrong all of my friends my family my aunts my dad my listen was a mom to me and it wasn't enough it's like this it, it ain't the same feeling i appreciate it but it ain't the same feeling um now it's like how we
0: were talking about she carried you
1: yeah it's I that mean, feeling it's
0: just a, it's a feeling you don't need nothing else but that you already you just know
1: and imagine being a mom yourself I got three boys. I can't imagine life not being in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so today, they, they always say like, um, parents always should die before their children, and that's I believe that. If I'm gonna go, let me go before my kids. But um, it's it's just, it's just a it's a thing where it's like it, it took time. It took time. It took self love because um, I dealt with abandonment issues. I felt like. Tch, I mean, I got the love from my dad and from my family. It's just, it's not enough. A piece of a puzzle is missing. I thought having a kid was going to fill that puzzle. It was temporary. It's like, gosh, like now it's like, no, what's next? It's, you just have to learn to, um, one thing I've done throughout life, I've learned forgiveness. Um, do I like him? No. And I don't have to. No, not at all. um, do I forgive him? Yes. I don't forgive him for what he did but i forgive him for myself you're not going to make me a prisoner in my own life right. in my own mind because you took something from me in the way I, either way it would it would have been gone you know everybody dies in life right um unfortunately mine came sooner than, than it i needed would, yeah. it had to be but no i'm going to forgive you and i'm like that with anybody me and you can have a falling out and never talk again and i may not talk to you no more physically but inside there's not a hate in my heart.
0: I'm currently working <laughs> on forgiveness.
1: It's amazing. I didn't
0: realize that I was a grudge holder until really? I, I was going through things with some friends. And then even like with my parents, I was like, I need to stop holding on to all this animosity. Yeah. Why am I so angry? And I went through some kind of situations with some friends and I was so angry and mm-hmm. I was like lashing out. But I was just so angry and I could not let it go. And sometimes I still get angry. Yeah, I probably got angry today. But <laughs> I, I'm talking to myself about it, and I talk about it so I can like move forward. Mm-hmm. But like, like when it comes to like closure and things, like one in 2012, uh, I was close with some guys, and mm-hmm. one of the guys ended up breaking into my apartment. And sometimes I find myself kind of still getting like in my feelings about it. Yeah, I'm like, why? No. I don't, I never see them, right. but when I do see them, I'm like, well, when I see him, I'm like, I. I thought we were going to be friends for the rest of our lives and I still see him. And that's what I think about. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that happened. I thought we were going to be friends the rest of my life. And I don't know why my emotions for it are like still so high.
1: And I don't know if you realize, do you, maybe if you look at it, like, look how much of those emotions are taking over. You don't know what that, I, I mean, I have people in this world that don't like me or don't care for me. You know, some reasons I know some reasons I don't, I got people that I don't care for. Right. Um, but you think that when I see you, I'm about to be having my mind wondering, like, ooh, I can't stand this person. I can't believe it. No, that's going to be you. When you see me, I am, I'm I'm going to be on ice. I'm going to be chill the whole time. It took me
0: some years take you. to get over it. And yeah. sometimes, like, when I see him now, I just, like, I feel bad that the situation happened. Even yeah. though, like, it wasn't my fault. I'm like, dang, that's too bad that happened. I wanted to be – and I don't even know how to, like, um, react to them. Not like I'm angry, but I'm like, hey – I just feel like it's always awkward. I'm like, I All don't right. even know how to like should I say hello to you? like I don't hate you, and then yeah. a part of it is like, I still yeah. have love for him,
1: yeah, and, and that's I don't I want love. to no, no,
0: I'm like, I don't want to. I'm like, because of what happened between us. I'm like, I don't want that. I don't think you deserve that, but it's natural, and that's what I'm like, I don't, do you show I don't him the to... love? No,
1: um, I don't think people think like when people say stuff like, Oh, you know. Don't let that get to you, or just let it go, or just forgive. People think because I forgave you, I gotta talk to you. We gotta be friends. No, right. I will pray for you. Right, I pray. I in my heart, just know that there's not a black hole in my heart at all. I wish you well. I wish you happiness. You can be somebody's even the and it's it's it sounds so cliche because it's like, man, really is you really gonna support somebody and and be. Be that type of person with somebody that did this to you. When you go through so certain things in life, it's like, listen. I always say, like that depression, that postpartum, that last one. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. People don't know where I was at in my life. So for me, it's like I took so much time being so dark and so negative. I didn't care who you was. I, you could been my husband. I didn't care. Like I seen my husband changing because I was changing. And you know he's not even a negative person but it's like i gotta deal with this woman every day you right. know what i'm saying like no just you gotta i can love you from a distance i just fell out with one of my closest friends one, just a disagreement you know what i'm saying and um i didn't really like the way you know what i'm saying she went about things and i felt like it could have been handled different especially if somebody you call i call a sister but um you think that i'm about to be mad at you nope I wish you well. I wish you the best. I will continue to pray for you. I will cheer for you from a distance. From so the like, stands. Yeah, I'll be in the visitor section. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even in the home section. Right, right. Visit. I got my but own guess ticket what? I need yours. I'm not going to block my blessings because I want to be negative. I've been negative majority of my life. Oh, my gosh. I don't got my mom. Oh, my gosh. Life is so hard. Oh, my God. Like, the oh man, cut it cut it. Then I realized I could have been so much more further in my life if I didn't have so much anger inside. Let it go. And That's, it takes time.
0: It definitely does. And I feel like um I have been learning
1: yeah. to let it
0: go. I'm like, you know what? Let me just not think about that. Or I feel like it shouldn't change me. I'm like, you know what? I can still be kind to him. I, I can. There's no re- I, we don't have to be best friends. I can still be kind to him. What happened, happened. I actually wanted, I actually hoped he was just a better person. I'm like, yeah. And also we were growing apart and getting older. I had to realize like, you know, I'm going to be growing apart from people and I got to let things happen. I can't force things to stay together. I just got to let things happen. So if that situation happened or not, I think we were going to grow apart. Yeah. And I just had to be okay with that. But we were bros. We're brothers. So Mm -hmm. spending time with each other's families. We knew each other's family. So I'm like, I felt like my cousin had broken into my house. So he's still my cousin. Right. So I'm like, either way, he's still family, even though I feel like this, but he ain't but i still wish him the best and his family and i still have love for them
1: that's amazing keep it positive yes and i like
0: i said we're gonna actually wrap this i have had or we be here for two hours because i'm having a great time (laughs) getting to know you and talking to you and i think you are such a lovely person i've learned so much about you i'm gonna definitely (laughs) listen to this and be like that was great advice but i think you have some great values learning this about you it's like you don't know what people are going through in their lives that's why i don't go off on people Mm -hmm. i don't always complain about my food when it's cooked wrong i don't want nobody to get fired i don't know what's going on even sometimes when a waitress is having a bad day i'm like you know what maybe she's having a bad day Mm -hmm. if it gets too far maybe i'll say something but we all deal with things in life somebody asked me hey do you have to have um an interesting story to be on your podcast I say if you're alive you have an interesting story exactly. because we deal with things the same I get up and put my pants on one leg at a time like you were getting up and walking out the door facing the world you yeah. have an interesting story
1: absolutely um, I want to say congratulations to you doing something like this um, some people may look at it as just a podcast. Um, your meaning behind it is true. You know, whatever you invest in your time and your energy into, you you think it's true. And continue to think that. Um, every little bit of advice, every guest that you have on here, somebody's going to take from that. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's going to be like, oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't talk about news- numerous of things. Losing my mother, a marriage, a mom. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, like,
0: those are things I feel like people will learn about you. Now they're going to be like, Wow. This oh, woman yeah. <laughs> is uh, is on a new level. Or wow, that's my friend. I've never even yeah. talked to her about that. And it's like you can listen back and discover. It. You might have said something that you didn't. You're not gonna remember. I'm like, wow, I said that. I know. Wow, I do that all the time. Me too. I listen and it's back scary. to this song. sometimes.
1: i will be like, oh, I can't believe I said that. Yeah. Like It's but you know what? I think you're just speaking from the heart. Be yourself. Um, I'm learning that every single day. I am not perfect. I'm not about to come on here and act like I'm totally zen. I'm still learning i still got my little attitude issues i'm still Mm -hmm. standoffish sometimes sometimes i'm not the most approachable because i'm just very sheltered you know but you know, I'm learning, and it was like, why not take this opportunity? People can get to know me. Yes, a little bit more. I'm so
0: like I said, this is a <laughs> p- space to share, learn, and laugh. Is there, yes. do you want to let people know where they can come and contact you for? You can put your social media out there.
1: Yes, so on um, Facebook, my name is uh, Stacy Diamond, but I do have a business page called Diamond Beauty. You can actually book on there as well. Same thing with my Instagram, you can go to Diamond Beauty um, and book on there as well. Um, I am located once again at Crew Road. that's one North Main Street in Poland. Ohio. I have a style seat, um which is stacy.com forward slash Diamond Beauty. Do not hesitate to contact me, and for any of your questions or concerns, and I'm there to help you. So. Yes,
0: and you could also inbox me if you need to get in touch with her. Come on, um <laughs> yeah. contacts, and that's Stacey S-T-A-C-I-E-E-Y. Okay, yes. not the regular way you spell it, because there ain't nothing regular about this stacy All Period. right, all right. Okay. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of Third Degree with James Major Burns, and I am your host. James Major Burns have a good night